This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Tomorrow's a big day. Larson's going to be coming over to my house, so we're going to load up some WWE 2K22 uh, should be some fun. We're going to be taking a look at a lot of the community creations out there. If you want your creation to show up in our uh, whatever draft, we're going to do tomorrow. Draft, like a draft. Yeah, we're doing like a best of the super friendos type draft thing yeah. where we're going to draft the community creations we like. And then we're going to have them fight it out for essentially bragging rights. And uh, so that should be a lot of fun. If you want yours to show up to be on our radar. And you already have the game. You got the pre-release stuff or whatever it's called. Early access, whatever they call it. Uh, upload your stuff if you can get through to Community Creations. Hashtag Friendo. And uh, and we'll that'll be the first thing we search. And you'll have priority. Otherwise, we'll just be scouring what everybody else yeah. did. So do you want to do it for the cream of the crop? Do you want to do a tournament like we did with Best of Super Friendos then? Um, I kind of like going straight up you versus me. I don't know you. You you're usually good at structuring that stuff. So whatever you want to do, we'll okay, do. Well, we'll we'll see what we can what we can find tomorrow. All right, it's fun when you when each match you've got a stake in something. And I've got totally, a stake totally, in totally. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can try to make that work. Uh, Ears yeah. of Justice is well. I mean, if we're not playing it, we're just simming it. Hey man, listen. If you got a guy and I got a guy. We put the controllers down. We just sim that shit. I'm be rooting for my guy. Of course you are. Of course you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ears of Justice here says, "All right, 24 hours to make my monsters. That's all I need." Oh, Ears of Justice is, oh man, cream of the crop. Ears of Justice knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, roll by twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, noon Pacific, three Eastern. Uh, uh, Larson and I haven't really. We've been in the same room for a show for something for this channel once since pandemic started years, pretty much in the last two years and that was because uh My internet your your internet went out but we had a show to finish it was just a random ass nxt review mm -hmm. it was in our best of video friendo club tv we put it in there too and then he just came over here and we awkwardly sat next so to awkward, each other man. it was like you had like the microphone set up on like the table just like the yeah, pat mcafee exactly. show i should have broke it like brock lesnar did on uh on pat's show right exactly well i'm not making 50 million a year like pat mcafee so i appreciate that you didn't do that um anyways uh so yeah that's fun 
Uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. It's going to be a good time. Let's talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back to the WWE for whatever you want to call it, a match, a brawl, an appearance. So, uh, Kevin Owens, at the end of uh, Monday Night Raw last night, called out a bunch of superstars from Texas and 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 and, and gave his reasons as to why he wasn't inviting them to his special edition of the KO show at WrestleMania. Yeah. They lost. Uh, they were one of two losers of that tag team. Oh, awesome triple threat. tag match to open the show. Great. Amazing match. Great match. Amazing match. Um, RK bro retained. So that left. No, they Rollins won the titles. They won the titles. Sorry. They won it back. Uh, regained. Uh, that left Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins without something to do for WrestleMania. So Kevin Owens like, look. I'm going to ditch this guy. I'm just going to do a Kevin Owens show. And at the end of the broadcast, he called out in a, in a wonderful promo, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, this morning, uh, there was this really awesome sort of cinematic uh, 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 promo Hold on. that Austin dropped. Yeah. Hats off to Stone Cold for producing a really well put together, well produced uh, 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 response video in less than 12 hours. In kayfabe, he's got a really wonderful production team apparently, that could have done that. Apparently, I, I suspect it was probably maybe filmed in advance. Oh, I guarantee you that was filmed <laughs> in advance, Steve. Oh, man, you got to keep up kayfabe. Say, no, I got it on good authority. Going in Raw Insider, say Steve Austin did it this morning. Um, no, it was it was really fantastic. So he responded to Kevin Owens, said, yeah, I'm in. And this is interesting, man. So, like, the chatter leading up to this from the dirt sheets saying WWE wanted him for a match. Those talks started to break down a little bit. They weren't exactly sure what this is going to be. It seems like they might be getting to eat their cake, getting to have their cake and eat it, too, a little bit. Because if Stone Cold doesn't want to tarnish his legacy, look, there's going to be a fight at WrestleMania. Yeah. But you just don't call it a match, and you kind of have the best of both worlds. They can't market it as a match. No, because but they can be basically call it everything but a match. It'll be a fight, yeah. It'll mm-hmm. be a fight. Here, I have the, the transcript, oh, courtesy yeah, man, of Wrestling absolutely. Inc., of, of Austin's. Oh, well, hold on. Dude, we got to save this for the actual moment in the show when it happens. We got to Well, we Austin, gotta did, Austin didn't do it in the actual show. He was on the show. What? His no, I know, but chronologically speaking, it came after the show oh, all ended. Right. All right. This is a tease. We're going to do it at the, at the end of our Raw recap, the response, but as read by Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald. Yeah. The entirety of it. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I'm not going to do it now. Okay. They have no reason to keep on watching if I do I it I guess now. so. Steve's trying to improve our watch time here. <laughs> um, so that's pretty huge. You know, over the last few weeks, it, it was a situation where WB wanted Stone Cold for a match. He said for 19 years he had no interest in another match. Uh, you know, the, the way he framed it, I won't get into the, the exact verbiage of what he used, but it was pretty much, hey, Kevin Owens, you lit a fire in me. Uh, I'm coming to fight. Yeah, interesting that he, the way he framed it. Uh, 19 years ago, I lost. It took three rock bottoms, and that hasn't sit well with him. I wonder... Like, if that's how they're framing it, why not just say this is a straight-up match? Just for the marketing aspect of it, for the, to make it feel bigger, as opposed to an appearance on the KO show. I wonder if there's... Maybe there's still... Maybe they... Maybe... I wonder if things are in flux. Maybe they're like, hey, 
we can agree that you want to be there. We're going to pay you a bunch of money. At the very, at the very least, you'll go cut a promo, drop some stunners. Yeah. But maybe we can still talk, so we can call this a, a Mitch. Once you know, in 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 the next couple of weeks, do you think that's a possibility? I don't know. Do I mean, it, it would it would take. I don't know. I don't know. Again, yeah. for it's hard nineteen years, he's been pretty adamant. I'm not gonna have another match. But the fact that he would reference that, he would reference that in his promo. I know. That that loss doesn't sit well with him, and he wants to go out on top. Doesn't that say to you that a match is a possibility, an actual match with a pin, one, two, three, he think, gets to leave on top? I would think an actual match, if, if, that were, if that motivation were not strictly kayfabe, if that was genuine, everything he's ever said about the end of his career, he seems to be at peace with at this juncture, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's no, I think extensively about it. The man is fine. I think the man is fine. Yeah, with the it. character, though. But if that's the case, and if that's the angle they're going to go with, that he was, uh, he, he's been, you know, unhappy with how his career ended for 19 years. And if the, the if he thought, okay, I'll do a match, then just do it. Just, mm-hmm. just say, I'm a, I'll, yeah, accept your challenge. I'll see you at WrestleMania. We'll have a match. The yeah. fact that he's he hasn't said explicitly this is going to be a match, and I know we have about a month to go. I'm based on everything you said, based on that thing last this morning. I'd still be pretty surprised if they had a match with an actual pinfall and a, and a winner with their arms being raised with a referee in the ring. I'd still yeah. be really surprised. It seems like they're setting this up as just going to be a KO show bit. They're going to talk trash back and forth. They're going to brawl. Austin's going to hit a stunner. He's going to go over Owens and do this. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Throw some middle fingers at him. Yeah. And then, you know, get a huge pop from the crowd. And that's going to be yeah. what it is, you know? I tend to agree with that. I think you're probably right about that. It's fun to talk about. Um, and uh, and I'm excited. When I saw that promo and I saw how, how awesome it was, it sort of takes me back to that Broken Skull Sessions when he was talking up payment about a, a, a Texas death match with Brock Lesnar. I was like, man, I could, I don't know, man. I could kind of get there. You know, I I don't. it's kind of interesting because... For the longest time, you know, the excitement was around the idea of, ooh, Shawn Michaels. And I think it's interesting. I think that, like, because especially in the last couple of years, I mean, honestly, post the the Owen, uh, Owen Hart neck thing, um, the botched pile driver, it, his, his style drastically changed. Mm-hmm. He was a brawler. Mm-hmm. Nothing really exciting about his, uh, his style. He was a really good storyteller mm-hmm. and some of his matches were excellent you know the the last one was an excellent match i think 17 is known as a pretty damn good match besides say for the, the turn, finish yeah, there. really good match. yeah um but uh so he could pull out some really gosh darn good matches uh but he's not the kind of guy i don't know if he's the kind of guy that everybody's like oh come back come back because i think his career ended so kind of perfectly yeah um but like with Shawn michaels it was like man i want to see if he can still do it see if he can still do I it mean, and he somehow Shawn michaels managed to retire twice while at the top of his game you know that yeah and that's true yeah 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 you know whereas stone cold spoken extensively about how he was burnt out his body was breaking down mm-hmm. he had yeah. bad knees bad neck Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he since then he says you know he's a good enough shape that if he wanted to have a match he could do it. Yeah, isn't it funny though that like like Goldberg just keeps on going and going and going, <laughs> and like Austin, everybody's like ah, but I guess it's like we don't really care about Goldberg <laughs> sullying his legacy. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting how fans perceive the different wrestlers and and, and what they can do when they come back. Totally. But uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, is he going to be all tan and shape, you know, coming out in the young boy trunks 
probably not. Is no, he going to have the jorts on? Mm-hmm. Probably. A t-shirt, um, probably. T-shirt, probably. But I don't know. I suspect, I just suspect this dude's going to get into the best shape he possibly can just to look as, as good as he can Here's for WrestleMania. If you see him on anything now, he's already in incredible shape. He talked about it on his podcast all the time, still working out. Yeah, You watch yeah. him on the Broken Skull sessions. Yeah, he's got his shirt on, but you see... Like, he is still really muscular. He is still you in know, incredible shape. He was talking about, on one of his shows, like going, uh, eating keto for a spell to lose weight for one of his TV shows he had. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I, it seems like he's still been lifting weights, keeping himself in good shape. I think that's because he enjoys it. Yeah, but man, well, also he's on camera a lot. Yeah. And, you know, there, there, there's that as well, but... For all the chatter, and I know I've heard it too about him wanting to, you know, not come back and sully his legacy. There's always been like chatter here. Every couple of years, there's like, oh, Austin dropping hints that he might want another match. I wonder if it hits him every once in a while, you know, if every once in a while is like, yeah, I wouldn't mind cashing that paycheck, coming back for one more match going on tap. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out. We're going to find out soon enough, though. Um, otherwise, another Brockless Raw. Well, before Actually, we get to was, Raw, uh, let's, let's, we got a little bit of news here that, that gets us really excited. This is very much a, a Oh, my a, goodness. A How can I forget Raw, this? A t- story tailored right for us. So just yesterday, we learned via WWE announcement that Vader was finally going to get to the WWE Hall of Fame as part of the class of 2022. Today, Andrew Zarian gave us an indication of who also might be inducted this year. And the answer, it is Sid. Is this like the going in Raw class? Is this what this is, man? We got Vader, one of our favorites, a guy who we've always been asking to get in the Hall of Fame, and now our guy, Sid. Look, there's literally a painting of you, me, and Sid behind you right there. Uh, it's, it's yeah, our guy. In my opinion, the best, worst wrestler of all time, Sid. I think so. Did he come in at number one on that list that we did, the count out that I we did? I think so. I, I, th- yeah. I feel like I would have He was really... in the thumbnail anyways. Yeah, he was. Let me see here for a second, because I know one of our Hall of Oh, I didn't write it down that year. Crap. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, our Hall of Fame class. One of them was like loaded. Oh, it was, yeah, one of the early ones. Yeah, it might have had Sid and and Vader. Sid probably didn't make t- it in the first year. Oh wow, that's weird. He didn't become like really part of our lore until a little bit later, anyways. So I was trying to see if they were all part of the same class. It doesn't look. like Oh it. wow, they just ape and They just watched one of our uh, friend thinking. awards. They just watched one of our like, friend yeah. awards, but they didn't all go in the same year. Put them all in the same time. Um. Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, if Luger goes in also this year, oh, is this wow. going to be like the definitive going in Raw class? Like well, I mean, Undertaker, the only wrestler we've ever done like an homage shirt to, you know, a guy that my, you know, my, the impressions, it, now it's Stone Cold. It used to be Undertaker was my thing. Mm-hmm. Dead man. So, of course, uh, also there's rumors that the Steiner brothers might go in this year too. The Steiners, yeah. They're a very going in Raw act. Scott Steiner, yeah. Yeah. Big Papa Pump. Yeah. That was that was Randy Savage. Um but well, they could have been Braun Breaker too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's that that's 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 some beef there, man. Like who yeah, who would be next? You got Kane, I'm sorry, you got Undertaker, you got Vader, you got Sid, you got the Steiners. I don't know who I like that that's a that's a loaded class right there. It really there. is. It that's, really that's is. something else right there. It really is. Yeah. Um, so we'll find out who else is going to be in that Hall of Fame. Might have to actually, because it's going to be like after SmackDown on that yeah. Friday, right? Yeah. Might have to do a watch along to that one, man. Maybe. Here, let me see. I got, I got the list here for 10. Oh, no. 
Oh, Enforcer's got the link right here. Yeah, I actually have the list here. Take a guess on who was number one. It's not Sid on Best Worst uh, Wrestlers. The Best Worst Wrestlers. The Best Worst Wrestlers. Sid was um, four. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, was Luger on that list? Yeah, seven. Okay, wow. Oh, man. Give me a hint. Well, Lou says Goldberg. Goldberg was two. Wow. The correct answer is in chat right now. Is it Warrior? Six. Warrior was Warrior six. six. Mongo? Not on the list. Oh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was number one. Okay, that's good. No, that, that's actually solid. You know what I was thinking of doing? This is a totally an aside. What I was thinking of doing is having uh, uh, Rob take a look at those old countouts and see if he can like bring them oh. down to like 12 to 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Like, a, like we rip off Mr. Sunday movies, but for wrestling. Yeah. That could be fun. I'll have that to reach be. out to Rob. Yeah, that's say, a good idea. That's a good idea. Say, Rob. You're amazingly talented. I don't know yeah, why I'm Rob talking is amazingly talented. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing talent that Rob Zerber. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let's uh, talk Raw now, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, they showed that the, the, the footage of uh, the, the Roman and Brock altercation at Madison Square Garden a lot last night. I guess it's kind of a huge story, Pete. So I guess that, that, that they kind of have to. Um, is it? <laughs> like they, they, they think it is, is your point, I think. Yeah, in Universe, they feel like it's a huge story beat where Roman just beats up and bloodies Brock on the road to WrestleMania, holds up both those titles. However, it doesn't really matter. We're still about a month away from the show. Math it's not go home change. Math. It's not go home math. It's not go home math. Roman's still going to win. Yeah, yeah. This is just for the Madison Square Garden crowd. Well, uh, for the viewing audience on Raw last night too, because they filmed it. Yeah, they filmed it. Look, yeah, it was so amateurishly filmed too. They should have had Stone Cold should have brought his people out to film. They should have had Claudio uh, as disguised cameraman. <laughs> From uh, AEW Revolution. I'm putting together our revolution. I was putting together our revolution reactions oh. this morning. I haven't gotten to that match, though, but I'm like, okay, how am I going to structure this? <laughs> very. This is a very important part of the process. So let's talk about this because this kind of came out of nowhere. Edge 
he's got this new thing now where he just like comes out to a single oh, yeah. like purple spotlight and then the mm-hmm. whole ring is just bathed in kind of purple mm-hmm. light yeah. while he drops a promo about how he's unlocked the new version of himself. Yeah. And I, yeah. and like he's saying AJ cuz the whole idea the segment was announced in advance is like he was incumbent and, and explained why he did what he did to AJ and I'm like he said it last week. Yeah. He, he said I want the best yeah. version of AJ Styles. I want the bulldog. Yeah. So he comes out with his new presentation, it says virtually the same exact thing. He does. I want the pit bull, yeah. I want the pit bull. I helped yeah. you, but also you helped me. My brain has been cracked open and left the real me fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't have to... Maybe it's something Edge really wants to try because he's got the suit on. It's sort of like slow-talking Chris Jericho, that gimmick he had years back mm-hmm. where he was yeah, like, yeah, he had yeah. a very deliberate pace to his, his speech. Mm-hmm. Try to be like Anton Chigurh from yeah. No Country for Old Men. Edge didn't really change his cadence when he talked. No, he just no, had a suit no. on. Um, but I, I don't know, this, it just seems like they're overthinking things. People just want to see Edge and AJ in the ring have a really good match. Oh man, I don't know. They kind of like you know that. Holy crap! That Ro- Maggie had mentioned how many views the YouTube version of Roman Brock at Madison Square Garden it's had. It's got get, take a guess. I saw the like the Instagram video that got like. Five million views or something like it's that. It's like their most viewed Instagram thing. I didn't see how many had this has three and three and a half million. Yeah, I think it was five point three million for the that's Instagram. Like wrestling news now numbers. Um, so that's cool. Uh yeah, dude. Uh I don't know. You know what, man? It's it's this is a sort of thing where he here's the positives. Cause it was a little on the goofy side and he and he, he talked a lot and said nothing. But it, it honestly wasn't even his entrance was as long as the promo. The promo wasn't actually that it long. It wasn't that long. Yeah, so he, that was good. They have that the purple spotlight on the stage and then his music starts and then just fades out. They gotta come yeah. with some other, like something creative in terms of stopping music other than the record scratch. They need to not do his music. Yeah, it should you be no what? music. It should be because here's the thing, nobody else has like just a straight up blue spotlight. You know what it should just be? Because he started his promo this way. It should, you should just hear, you think you know me, and that's it. I thought that's what it was going to be because I sort of saw some of this stuff on social yeah. beforehand, you know. And if it was just, you think you know me, and then nothing else. And maybe it echoes out or something. That could be cool. And then you get that blue spotlight. Hopefully, this is the only time they do it, and then they don't do it again. But they probably will because they're dummies. They'll, um, they'll do this till WrestleMania, and then he'll just be back to, 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 to the edge he was before after that. I don't know. I hope not. I, I really hope so. This Look, I will say this about it to be positive. Um, sometimes a decent idea has to go through uh, a learning process. Yeah, it has to go through yes. some focus yeah. grouping, you know. Uh, and I, I like that it seems at the very least, if not with his words, the presentation seems fairly focused. You know, he seems to understand the general idea of he wa- of what he wants to do, even if he's not exactly sure how to translate that to his actual promo. Um, he wants to go in a different direction, kind of like what you said with the Jericho thing, the Anton Chigurh thing. Um, and so I, I appreciate that, that it's not something a bit more generic. It's or he's not going back to, you know, just strictly the rated R superstar, the ultimate opportunist. This is a new version of Edge that we haven't seen before. And I appreciate that. If you're going to do something new, if you're going to be inspired by something, if you're going to understand that, hey, I want this specific direction in mind for my entrance and my lighting, I like that. I think that's good. I think that's like 
there's some thought and effort being placed into it. So I'm cool with that. Um, it would be nice if there was a little bit more understanding of his motivation. But I guess, you know, him saying, you know, he felt this this rush of power and, you know, that combined with the experience and the wisdom he's had, his time away, he's back and he's like, man, I feel like I'm the king shit of this industry. That's pretty much what he and, and I and I and I can rule it all. Um, I'm cool with that. I think that's all right. I think that this edge, you know, maybe it'll maybe it'll work. Um, it's just, yeah, the promo was it was kind of wonky because he just reiterated what he said about AJ. Um, but then he started going into the stuff about being on the mountain. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know, I, I liked it more than I didn't like it. It didn't overstay its welcome. Uh, it'd be cool. Somebody here mentioned it'd be cool. If edge had his own ministry. It would be cool if he developed his own faction. I could see him as the, as like sort of an undertaker type, not a supernatural guy, but a guy who is manipulative and, and would lead his own faction. I could see this going in cool places. Will it? Who knows? Um, he's been, it's been proven that in his return, he can have some darn good matches. Oh yeah. And uh, it's just the extent of AJ's injury. They said he had like a neck contusion or something like that. I would. I was like, are they ruling him out of WrestleMania? Are they are they doing something else to for Edge at WrestleMania? I mean, it's going to be AJ. I mean, neck contusion but, is just a bruise, man. Uh, yeah. I was thinking of occlusion. Isn't that what uh what uh, Rey Mysterio had? With his it eye. was the eye. Yeah. Occlu- occlusion. I think that's when it pops out. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think it pops out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, still, I don't know. It, look, if I had a bruise on my neck, I'd probably be out for six months, but I'm not AJ Styles. Depends on the nature of the bruise. I guess so. But, uh, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, if AJ has some like cool golden AJ, maybe that's what they'll do. They'll take some inspiration from 2K19 yeah. and they'll, they'll give us golden AJ that'd be to good. combat blue quantum leaping edge. See, that'd make it all worth it. There you go. See, I just turned uh, a turd into something good. Not a turd. Um, uh, in terms of in-ring action, this this show is definitely highlighted by the tag team title bout. They gave it a ton of time, about almost thirty minutes. It was the the entirety of the segment from beginning to end was almost an hour. Yeah, like from the beginning of the show, there was some promo stuff till like you know when the last time we saw the participants, it was damn near an hour. I, I love that close. man. Yeah, it was pretty. Close, I love yeah. that. Yeah, the match was great. Opening segment was a bit long, but the match itself was phenomenal. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah, absolutely. That was really good. Um, let's see here. What else was going on last night? I even thought like the Miz, the Miz stuff with Logan Paul and, and Jerry Lawler was maybe my expectations were so like off the charts bad that like I was like, oh, this wasn't even that long. Um, it wasn't, and, it, it and, and the kind of punchline well, necessarily. Was, was, was we got decent. Braun Breakers. I thought the punchline at the end was pretty funny. I thought that Logan Paul, I thought Logan Paul's reaction, especially like, oh, shit, why? I'm not sure I'm on board with this. Well, then they walked out and I think Logan Paul said to him, why did you do that? Yeah, it's like, what is your problem? Is like, no, it's all good. We're good to go. I like, let's get out of here. I like that aspect of it. I thought that was actually pretty decent. Uh, We had a, we had Braun Breaker's Raw debut. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, man, if this is how they're going to do call-ups where they just sort of phase people in, aren't you killing the drama of, like, the call-up? That's what I sort of realized. Well, like, on one hand, we're going to get some some continuity between characters. Like, he's the same guy. 
But like, we're not going to get the big dramatic call up anymore. See, I guess to a degree, it depends on the character and the story they want to tell. Because yeah, there's something cool and impactful about the 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 huge debut. But you know, several times we saw the huge debut, and then they didn't really do anything from a story perspective af- afterwards. Remember Nakamura debuted on SmackDown to confront The Miz, and you're like, oh, that's a really cool, uh, 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 different styles there. You, you could tell a story there. Miz was drafted to Raw like two weeks later. They never had that match. And Nakamura didn't have his first match for like five weeks against Dolph on pay-per-view. It was a long time, yeah. So like the way they're introducing Ciampa to Raw, that I don't mind. They're using NXT as a bridge to tell the story, bringing Dolph and Bob Roode there. But for some people, yes, you want that kind of surprise shock thing to show up immediately and make a massive impact. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if 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 that doesn't have to be the norm. Yeah. Like a, a, actually introducing a story that motivates someone to go from NXT to Raw or SmackDown, that doesn't bother me. I'm okay with that. No, you're right. I'm okay with with giving us a story. But like I hope they mix it up. Yeah. You know, you know who's going to do this in a killer way. It's going to be Ring of Honor to AEW. Yeah, I know. They're going to do some fucking call-ups <laughs> that are going to A they, they they're gonna they're gonna be motivated by story and give us the dramatic hollow. Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, probably. Get, oh wow, well, you get a stone cold what T-shirt for fourteen dollars, Steve? Hmm, mm, I'm torn on that one. What? 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 Um, let's see here. What else happened? Let me edges promo. So uh, let me ask you a question because I don't recall yeah. the answer to this. Have Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan tagged more than one match together before tonight? Did they tag before tonight? I know before they were at a six woman tag match, I think, last week. Oh, but not like two on yeah, I don't you know, is Rhea Ripley like the new uh Seamus? Well I was, I was thinking of Cesaro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Cesaro was the guy who would go for always tag a tag team. Yeah. Um So they have like one of their first or second matches as a tag team. Yeah. And I like both Liv and uh, uh, Rhea. I like them. I think they're really good. They could be yeah. a really good team. Mm-hmm. It just seems a little early for them to be a team and suddenly get a title shot at WrestleMania. Um. So, wait, are they doing this as like a... Uh, it's a triple threat now. A triple threat now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, put Rhea on the show. I don't know. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, that, that's like that. do you want to have yeah. them as a team? Tell a story. Tell a story yeah, no. of them. They just posted a picture on social media together in the I same know. shot. It's, it's just it's it's this thing where like oh we're three weeks away from WrestleMania. Let's try to come up with some stories uh, to motivate people to get in matches. Now you can maybe say, well, Rhea she lost the titles to Carmella and Zelina. She wants to get them back, so she needs a new partner because obviously Nikki Ash and her aren't getting along anymore. That's fine, but just give me that story. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. Eagle Eye viewers will know last week Liv Morgan was admiring Rhea Ripley's vest. I know. There's your story, man. Oh, bonding over a vest. Yeah. Hey, this looks cool. You want to be a tag team partner? Sure. Right there. They did it. They did the stories done. (laughs) Well, they motivated the team. That's not necessarily a story, though. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I no, I'm I'm with you. When I saw that, I was like, oh, why are they together? And then they didn't. And yeah, then anything. suddenly they get a title match at WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley's such a badass. Yeah, too. she is. She's incredible. She's such a badass. 
She is incredible. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. It sucks. Honestly, it's why they need a mid-card title. The, the the tag team stuff just doesn't it's it's silly like it, look you want to do the tag team stuff do the tag team stuff hire some more people put together some actual teams exactly have a women's tag division put together teams like, i know the original way that they were going to do it was across brands now nxt they still have their women's titles uh so do it with smackdown and raw um and and then have introduce a mid-card title and just give it to Rhea. yeah the like USA tri- title. Like, like Triple H got the uh, World Heavyweight title. Just give the mid-card title to Rhea. You know that she's going to beat all the mid-carders. You know. I mean, the only reason she's not in the in the main event is because Bianca's going to be a big, big star. And uh, and then Ronda Rousey's here. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and then Asuka's still in the waiting. Man, they've got too many people. They need, a, they need to get a mid-card title or maybe learn how to tell stories. I mean, I think that's, that's the real thing. They need... Learn how to tell stories better. Nah, if you got a title, you don't need to tell stories. Anyways, it but if you don't have titles, you need to tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not everybody can have a title. Got to do one or the other, man. Yeah, you can't not do both. Yeah, <laughs> we're sitting here for three hours. Give us something. I know. I know. Um, anyways, it opened up with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins coming out for a promo in advance of the tag match. Uh, Seth introduces the crowd of the show, says he's fired up, he's excited because they are moments away from becoming the new Raw Tag Champs. Owen says it's been a tough year for them every week. Uh, they're this close to securing their spot at Mania. Something would keep it from happening, Seth says. The deck has been stacked against them, but tonight their luck finally changes because they're taking the tag titles and going to Mania. He says, think about it. We were this close. We're this close. Can you imagine what Mania would look like without us? No one says, I can't imagine. Imagine it. I can't believe it was that close. No, uh, no one else. I can't believe. Once they win the tag titles, they'll go to Mania. They'll have to compete in that dump note as Dallas, Texas. Eek. But Eek. it's a sacrifice they have to make. The only thing that makes it bearable is that uh, he'll be at WrestleMania with my best friend. My best friend. Best Absolutely. Friend. Yeah, Seth says, you know, dreams sometimes do come true. He throws the video package of how they got there by beating RK Bro. Seth says, that was two weeks ago, but last week was even better. Come on, let's roll that footage. We'll see that footage. And it shows them beating Alpha Academy. And then Kevin Owens goes on a, a, a tirade using the word undeniable, which, of course, was made famous by Cody Rhodes. He invented the word undeniable in a promo back in 2019. Uh, and he says it's undeniable. He says we are undeniable. It's undeniable that Dallas sucks. It's undeniable that Shorty G and Otis suck and that RK Bro sucks. He's interrupted by Alpha Academy. Shoosh. Shoosh is on their Tron. It's on their shirt. It, comes, starts, it starts their theme now. It starts their theme now. Shoosh. Vince really likes it. They know how to run something just into the ground. That they do. Uh, he says the victory last week was erroneous. It was a joke, a fluke. He says he was still reeling from the stunner. KO gave him. He says he's an Olympian. He has a master's degree. That means if anyone should compete at Mania, it's Master Gable and his number one guy, Otis. He said, just look at him. And he gives him a kiss on the cheek. He says, so tonight they're going to finish his crap, retain their title, and then they're going to defend them at WrestleMania. Uh, after that, we had an RK Bro interview. Man, I don't know if there's anybody happier in the WWE than uh, Randy I mean, Orton. He said as much after they won the titles. Uh, that was a beautiful moment, really by the way. We'll get there. As genuine as, as we, we see on mm-hmm. WTV. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. Uh, backstage, though, Riddle at the gorilla position. Riddle says, you know, bro, I've got a pretty extensive vocabulary. He says, uh, when I get the, we- the, the wheels really turning, he says, yeah, I realize 
uh, the most important night, and this is the most important night in RK Bro's career. And uh, I'm not going to let uh, us end our stupendous journey. He says, Orton, do you have any big words for Because Kevin asked him if you have any words for yeah. what's going to happen tonight. And Orton gets all jacked up and he's like, I got one word win. And he says, We're going to kick everyone's asses in that ring and reclaim our titles. He's all jazzed up and Riddle gets all jazzed up. And uh, they come out. And instead of like riding his scooter all the way down, Riddle sort of ditches the scooter at the top of the ramp and trucks down with him with a big strut. Uh, it was really good, good, uh, good stuff here with these guys. It and was, then this match, this match was absolutely killer, dude. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. They did a, they did a really good job of 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 giving every team an opportunity to control the pace uh, uh, of the match and isolate you know one member of the other team. Uh, at one point, it was a great bit where Randy gets a hot tag. He starts laying out everybody, and he starts belly to backing people on the announce table. Oh yeah, and so he tries to do one to Otis. Otis blocks it. Riddle runs up from behind, clobbers Otis, and they do it together. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. at that point, Raw rolls on. Raw rolls on. Uh, down towards the finish here. Uh, so Riddle locks on the triangle on Seth. Gable breaks up with a diving headbutt, and he starts doling out German suplexes to everybody. He hits a suplex to Riddle. He goes up top looking for a moonsault. Riddle rolls out of the way. Randy comes in, RKO's Gable mid-moonsault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so. Oh my God, that was amazing. That was really cool. Yeah. So Owens hits the ring, super kicks Randy, then Otis. Seth super kicks Otis, and then they both super kick Otis. They pick up Gable. They set up for their finish. They hit the buckle bomb, the stunner, the stomp. Mm-hmm. And then as Seth is about to go for the pin on Gable, Riddle throws him out of the ring, covers Gable to get the win for RK yeah. Bro. We have new tag champions. Oh, man, it was great. So afterwards, they have an interview. Riddle says, this victory means that we're going to go to WrestleMania. And Orton gets on the mic. And I've never seen this guy so happy. And he says as much. He says, I've been doing this now for more than 20 years. And I've never had this much fun as I'm having right now in this ring with my partner, Riddle. He means that from the bottom of his heart. He says, you know, I'm about to use the F word. And he's going to say, fuck. And he doesn't. He says, uh, he says, I've never called anyone this in 20 years, but Riddle is my friend. And truth be told, I don't have any other friends other than Riddle. We're going to WrestleMania. And Riddle looked legitimately touched and Orton looked legitimately happy. Yeah. This was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I, I wonder if Orton is sort of the, because he's been, he's he's he is who he is. I wonder if he's going to have the stroke to say, I'm not. I don't want to pull the trigger on a turn yet. You know, like I wonder if they're gonna be like, "Hey, we want to, we want to turn you guys." He he might be like, "We'll wait, we'll wait on that." It's entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's gonna have the stroke backstage to do that, it's gonna be him. If there anybody was a company for more than twenty years, if anybody is smart back there, they'll be like, "We want to keep him happy because he is incredibly entertaining." And we can push this as long as we need to, mm-hmm. because it's just going to keep on going. And they could like you don't want this isn't the kind of thing in the shield where they're peaking and then you do it. You can't do it. You can't do it while these guys are peaking. It's like the best thing they got going right I know. now. I know. I know. I uh, know. We get a quick shot of Kevin Owens backstage. He's distraught about their loss. Both Owens and oh, Seth man. out in the ringside area after they lost because they had the match won. It was there. Oh, it was there. It was yeah. there for them to win it. If not for Riddle tossing Seth out of the ring, they would have won. So mm-hmm. they're just tore up about it. Yeah. So we get a quick shot of Owens. He's distraught. 
Uh, we go to the ring for a 24-7 title match between Dana Brooke and Tamina. Uh, before the bout, though, we get promos. Uh, first from Dana and Reggie. Uh, Reggie is telling Dana, you got this. She asks for a good luck kiss. He says, of course, they kiss. We go to Tamina and Tazawa. Uh, Tamina is getting ready for the match. Tazawa says, I want to give you a good luck kiss. And she grabs him by the face, kisses yeah. him. and then Rams him up against the, the garage, the, the door, the garage there. Yeah. door there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she leaves. Match happens. It's really short. Tamina uh, puts Dana in a Boston Crab. Dana reverses that to roll up for the win. Afterwards, Tazawa gets on the mic and says, Dana, you cheated. The winner of this match and the love of my life, Tamina. So he extends his arms out looking for a hug. And Tamina comes up to him, pushes his arm down, turn around, and leaves. And then she stops before leaving the ring and blows him a kiss. That was nice. That was nice. She's like, look, now's not the time, but I still like you. Um, afterwards, we had a Seth Rollins interview. Not not quite. Doesn't actually say anything. He just gets mad. Let's pause here for a second. All right. What's he going to do at WrestleMania? Austin Theory's got a match with Pat McAfee. You got to assume Kevin Finn Balor's going to have a match with Damian Priest. Right. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens is going to have a thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, the main event is set. Uh, AJ and Edge have a match. Big E is now with uh, uh, Kofi Kingston on SmackDown. Your host for WrestleMania, Seth Rollins. Oh, man. No. Oh, wow. Because it's not a certain day that Cody Rhodes is coming to the WWE. It's not. That's the last thing that he can do, though, right? Like If he's going to have a high-profile match, yeah, probably. Ryan Ryan's Rubik's Cube here says Amos. But then also says lol. So I don't think that No, I know, I know, thing. but they are building Amos up to be a thing. I don't want to see that match. No. If anybody can bring Amos to a decent match, it's Seth, but I don't want to see that. See, Lou has that. it right. Imagine the outfit changes. That's why I thought of it. No, it's look. Like that, he could host it, the show and try to be all happy about it, but he's like just absolutely crushed inside. If no, listen, if if they if if he if somebody pitched that to him in in kayfabe, he would do the thing where he'd come around. And he'd be like, "Oh, I love it, I love it." But yeah, and then they could do a thing. Yeah, that's like a chip he could have on his shoulder for the whole next year, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. No, this is totally true. Amos and Aziz—they're going to have a thing in the battle in yeah, the Andre. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Enforcer says, "Broadbreaker." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next, we have Miz's homecoming with Logan Paul and Jerry Lawler. Uh, Miz is out first. He's getting some love from the audience. He says, you hear that? That's respect. He throws for the to the video recap of Miz TV with Logan Paul and the Mysterios, where specifically the clip where Dom accepts the match, mm-hmm. where he's pretty dismissive of the whole thing. Yeah. Miz says, can you believe the disrespect from Dom to Cleveland's two hometown boys? That's when Miz introduces Logan Paul. Paul comes to the ring. So it's good to be home, honored to be Miz's tag team partner, to be going to WrestleMania, and honored to be home in Cleveland. Talks about growing up there, being a wrestler, placing fifth in the state of Ohio. So he's got nothing but respect for the city. Uh, Miz says, yeah, and you made it on your own. He, said, he says, if I had followed my dad's footsteps, I would have been flipping burgers at Mr. Hero. Yeah. Um, he says, but Ray got Dom a WB contract before he was ready. He says, Ray is a legend. Uh, they, he and Dom have done some incredible things together. Ray has earned the right to be beloved, uh, but Dom hasn't. He says everything Ray has done, he's done. 
Oh, so, no, sorry. He's saying he's everything said, but that don't Ray I has deserve done. I, have I done. deserve the yes. cheers. Yeah, but he gets cheered, and why do I get booed? Says the only way Ray or Dom has beat me so far is by cheating. Who would you rather see in the ring? A father-son team of losers or mm. the pop culture icons before you? Uh, then Logan joins in, says Ray is a legend. Dom is riding his coattails. That's not what we do in Cleveland. Lawler comes out um, uh, after being introduced by Miz. Mm-hmm. Talks about why he's got the Browns jersey on, his history with the city. Uh, and he's he's going through like all the little ass to do the smaller cities or the smaller yeah, towns in the Cleveland around. area. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the crowd's eating it up. So uh, he's talking about all that stuff. He wore his Browns jersey because mm-hmm. uh, he was in Cleveland when the Browns won the NFL championship in 64. He says, I'm so excited to be here for Miz's homecoming. He says, what's so cool is that uh, I'm looking at Miz standing beneath that Mania sign. He says, hey, everybody, what do you guys think about a WrestleMania being hosted here in Cleveland? And they all pop big. It was a hot crowd last night. Yeah, the, They all pop big. Logan says, yeah, that's awesome. And everybody's into it. And then Miz says, hmm. Really? Really? And Miz played this pretty straight. Yeah. Which made it even better. He says, you think so? I don't know. He's like, look, no, no, no. And everybody starts booing him. He's like, no, look, I love Cleveland. He says, come on. You were just cheering me. He's like, I love Cleveland. But Cleveland's not really a WrestleMania city. Let's be real. He says, the city couldn't actually handle the pyro of WrestleMania. They can barely handle the pyro when the river's on fire. Or the, the lake the is, lake on, is fire, on fire, rather. Yeah. yeah. He says, uh, he says, I don't even live here anymore. He says, this is the thing about Cleveland. When you have any success here, you leave. He says, sort of like when the Browns moved to Baltimore and then won a Super Bowl there. He says, LeBron James won a championship here and left. He says, but not only that. He oh he mentions LeBron he mentions uh, uh Odell uh, Beckham yeah 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 Odell Beckham he says honestly I think it's time for uh me and Logan to take our talents to Mania because winners leave Cleveland bye bye <laughs> and then him and Logan leave. and he leaves and Lawler and Logan are like what the hell was that yeah <laughs> Logan looks supremely awkward and he's like okay wait wait and he gets out and he's like trying to you know talk to the Miz about like why did you just do that. He's like, no, let's get out of here. Come on. Yeah, it was it uh, was actually pretty effective. It, the the punchline was pretty good. And they're setting up for once Miz and, and Logan lose, Logan punching Miz and knocking him out probably. At yeah, Miz, yeah. Quote, to, um, to, at the end of their match. So uh, we got some ideas here in chat for, for uh, what they can do for Seth. So I thought about this too. What if Seth, so uh, let's see here. Who is this? Okay, so Muted Mayday predicts that Seth and Kevin Owens are going to attack Stone Cold and someone's going to come out and make it a tag match. What if that man is Goldberg? Dude, people would pop huge for Stone Cold and the guy that everybody wanted Stone Cold to face back in the Monday Night War, Goldberg. Goldberg and Steve Austin against Seth and Kevin Owens. Huge. Oh, you just made my headache so much worse. Huge. Don't want to see it. Huge. Don't want to see it. Oh, man, people would mark out, dude. Not our people. Yeah, see, Dope. There you go. Dope says, banger. If, if Goldberg <laughs> is, is involved in WrestleMania, I want him involved in one capacity and one capacity yeah, only, and that's losing gonna, to Big E. That ain't going to happen. Big E's in a tag team. He's probably not even going to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, so next we had Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker yeah! doing an interview. 
So uh, Braun's asked, you know, hey, hey, what do you think of Raw? He's like, I'm taking it all in. This is all very exciting. He says, I'm not worried about the Dirty Dogs having home field advantage on Raw. He says, it's an honor to be here to compete. I'm representing NXT tonight, and I'm going to make the most of this opportunity and get my hands on Dolph and Bob Roode. Champa says, Dolph has every right, every right to talk a big game. He's won almost every championship there is except that one, the NXT title. Since they've beat Dirty Dogs before, they're going to do it again, this time on Raw. Uh, after that, we had a Street Profits interview. Ford says, uh, four weeks is plenty of time for us to make our way to Mania. He says, last week we pinned RK Bro, so if anybody's next in line for a title shot, it's us. And Dawkins says, Alpha Academy, and go to the back of the line. Ford says, Seth and Kevin Owens are moping around, so if anyone's next in line, it's us. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be... Uh, Street Profits, It'll Alpha be, Academy, yeah. the 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 New RK Day, bro. they're all not going to go to Mania. Well, RK Bro will. Well, I'm thinking they <laughs> might do Street Profits. How about this? RK Bro, Alpha Academy for the tech titles. RK Bro versus Steve Austin and Goldberg at WrestleMania Night Two. Night One, they beat Seth and Kevin Owens. Night Two, the new tag team of Austin and Goldberg win the Raw tag Gosh. team titles. Uh, Why don't they just hire bleh. me? Why don't they just hire me? That's it. That's it. Bleh. Not into it. Uh, then we get a tag match: Dirty Dogs versus Tommaso Ciampa, Braun Breaker. Uh, but first, we get a Braun video package. Nat or something. Uh, Larson versus Nat. At I won. I, 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 I went over there. Larson and Nat versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and Goldberg <laughs> WrestleMania. Can Larson and Nat coexist? The answer is no. <laughs> I don't think so. You just killed him. Got to wipe him off my finger. Uh, anyway, so we get a broad video package. I was hoping this would be the one where he said, uh, uh, if you want a friend, get a dog. Sadly, it wasn't that one. It's just an introductory <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah, if you want a friend, get a dirty dog. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Braun ends up getting the win for his team, hitting his finish on Dolph. Afterwards, Dolph grabs the mic. He says, congratulations. Uh, I, you pulled one over on the dirty dogs. I loved how you two worked so well together as a team, but tomorrow night there's a triple threat for the NXT title. And the second, Braun, you turn your back on me and look at Ciampa. That's the one I strike and become the next NXT champ. Braun, you'll be stuck with your world crumbling around you, and I'll have another trophy for my big-ass trophy case. I love, the thing that I love about Dolph is when he loses, he becomes even more arrogant. And he's just, I love that promo on NXT when he was like, yeah, nine times out of ten, I probably lose a match. <laughs> I know. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, then we got a Moss promo. Uh, he was just saying how many people they got to dominate to get my media moment. So I've annihilated everyone for one reason. Uh, I'm going to take my mania moment, even if I have to punish and dominate every superstar till there are none left. And then he goes out and he destroys Apollo Crews. Yeah, and he's staring at Aziz the whole time. For some reason, the crowd's really cheering for Aziz versus Amos. I get it. They're big, but they're both kind of not great. I don't, I don't like Amos, but like, I don't know. Like, wouldn't logic dictate if a guy is that dominant, he would just go straight to the title? Like, just fast forward him and Brock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if you're that huge and you haven't lost, yeah. I never, it never, you know, that's the booking of those big men. Like, they got to give them something to do because, like, if you're that dominant, just go get the title. Maybe, like, silently there is power rankings backstage. They just don't talk about them. Oh, that could be, yeah. And he hasn't yeah. accrued enough wins to get a title shot. Oh, Even though, oh, like, does anybody rankings. have, like, a losing record or not win a match for months and they get a title shot? So, obviously, mm -hmm, that's yeah. not the case. 
Oh yeah, it's 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 pretty bad there with uh, Dabity. Uh, anyways, after that we had that Edge promo. We sort of talked about this a little bit. He says uh, he asked the crowd, "You think you know me?" Uh, he says, "Clearly AJ doesn't know me." He says, "AJ, I know you're at home right now, so I'm going to speak it directly to you. Maybe put the kids away. Maybe put them to bed. Don't let mom see this." He says, uh, "What I did last week, I did for you." He says, "I did it to help you, AJ. I want to see the pit bull." Uh, he says, so I helped you. He says, but ironically, AJ helped me too. He says, it was like, uh, his brain cracked open and let the real me free to fly. And it felt good. And it was a me I haven't met before. And it's a me that I've fallen in. (laughs) Hello, me. It's me again. Uh, so he says, I finally feel in control of everything in this ring of anything that will happen in this industry. He says, I'm standing on the mountain of omnipotence. And the view is phenomenal. Yeah. He's like a godlike figure now. Yeah, he is, seemingly. Uh, then we get Kevin Owens' interview. He says, I'm not as distraught as Seth is because uh, that feeling I had after we lost, I don't want to feel that ever again. And I don't have to because I just had an epiphany. I just had an idea. And that idea is going to change my entire WrestleMania future. I'm not going to share it. I've got to iron out some details. But I have a plan, and I'm going to share that plan when I'm ready with everyone tonight. Yeah. After that, we had Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Carmella and Zelina Vega. Unfortunately, Rhea was dominating a lot of this, and then Carmella went out, and she just started chatting up with Corey Graves, which led uh, Zelina Vega just to be on her own. Uh, she got hit with a riptide after a code breaker from Liv Morgan, and then uh, and they, so they won. So they have been added to that women's uh, match yeah. of mania. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then we get Finn Balor versus Austin Theory. Uh, this match was going on pretty fine. It was plenty enjoyable. Finn hits the shotgun drop kick, goes up top for a coup de gras. Damian Priest, Damian Priest materializes out of nowhere, gets on the apron, shoves Finn off the top uh, top turnbuckle, and like drapes his throat over the top rope, hits mm-hmm. him with the razor's edge. Uh, so Finn wins via DQ after all that. Theory gets back in the ring, hits Finn with an ATL, and then takes a selfie with him. Mm, yep. Uh, after that, we had a Bianca Belair interview. I like her shirt where she says, "Thou shall not touch my hair." Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, "I'm going to use." Uh, she says, "Will I?" Yeah. She yeah. Asked. Will you use your hair mania as a weapon? She says, "I've got one simple rule: don't touch my hair." She says, uh, "I don't need to use it to win." She says, "I am a mania main eventer, and so is Becky. We should go out there throwing it down with respect." She says, "But since Becky tried to use my hair against me, she was asking for it." She says, Becky's scars may last forever, but will not last forever as Becky's title reign because I'm going to put the EST in Mania and walk out Raw Women's Champion. So apparently Becky is injured. Uh, yeah, like uh, what, it was like a throat injury. Yeah, yeah. be out for a couple of weeks, I think Meltzer said. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a bummer. It I is saw a bummer. the little hospital picture of her. Mm-hmm. Then she, she made, uh, cut a promo from backstage as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Kevin Owens to close the show. Um, voice box yeah there you go man that's yeah. what it was uh and says you know i don't i don't have a match at mania but i can't uh, since i know it's, it's it's undeniable now i don't have a match or official i don't have a match at mania uh but i can accept that now because i found a way to get there it depends mm-hmm. on the answer to the challenge that i'm about to issue he says i want to have the most stupendous edition of the kevin owens show in history and i want to have it wrestlemania and i've been thinking about who my guest could be and considering where mania is being held uh, I, I know it has to be some low life from Texas. So there's some people I could invite, blow hard, JBL, but let's be honest, 
the horns on his car be more interesting guests. So he talks about Oof. Booker T. He mm-hmm. talks about uh, Shawn Michaels. He says he's not going to invite Shawn Michaels out of respect for Bret Hart. I like that. That was good. That was good. Um, he says, I could embarrass any of those guys, but uh, the perfect guest that I have in mind, someone that embodies the state of Texas, a broken down shell of his former self living on past glory. We haven't seen this guy in a while. He's probably letting himself go, drinking beer all day. His knees were so shot, he needed to wear knee braces to get through his matches. So if he accepts my invitation, will he need a walker to get down to the ring? The ramp is very long. <laughs> yeah. He says, he says nothing would make me happier than to beat the hell out of this guy and give him a stunner the world will talk about for years and then pour a nice cold glass of milk over his body. I know he's watching, and I don't think he has the guts to show up, but the bottom line is I'm calling you out. Stone cold Steve Austin. And the fake crowd pops. I mean, the crowd actually did pop, but like they did the the, the the crowd noise was just obnoxious. It was, as hell. and then they then they played Stone Cold's music like he was going to come out. But then they just went to the graphic because they went to the graphic. Yeah, they should have got. Yeah, I know, I know, it was really silly. Uh, so of course, WrestleMania theme. Yeah, uh, this morning was when uh, they uh, they they uh, Stone Cold gave his response uh, in this wonderfully little film thing, and we got. Our very own Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald in here to go ahead and, and recreate this for us, you know, to avoid the copyright implications of just running it here on the show. Yeah. So <clears throat> basically, it shows uh, he's oh, Fightful Gaming rated us. What's well, up? Well, thank everybody? you, Fightful. What's Gaming. up, Fightful Gaming? Uh, good timing because I'm about to do uh, Phil McDonald's Austin impression. So uh, he, he's driving on a dirt road, probably near uh, Broken Skull Ranch, and uh, and and then he stops. And then he gets out and he says, 19 years ago, I wrestled my last bitch in a WWE ring. After three rock bottoms, one, two, three, I lost the Mitch. And for 19 years, I've had to live with that defeat, knowing my time was up. Kevin Owens, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for waking something up deep inside me that I've kept buried for 19 years. Ever since you started running that damn melee mouth of yours, Talking about the state of Texas, the great state of Texas. You got my attention. And why would you want to do that, Kevin? I can think of two reasons. One, you're a damn son of a bitch. And two, you're fixing to get your ass kicked by Stone Cold Steve Austin. But if you want to call this KO show a Mitch, a brawl, a fight, whatever, I will guarantee you this. In Dallas, Texas, where I started my career at WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to open up one last can of whoop ass on you, Kevin Owens. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald says so. Well done. There you go. There you go. That was Stone Cold's response. (laughs) That was the response. And then Kevin Owens responded with, beautiful, perfect. I'm looking forward to it, Steven. 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 Wow. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions from yeah. some dumb sons of bitches over on the Patreon. Highlight your messages in the Twitch chat. Uh, let's see here. Kevin Bar- uh, Cameron Bart- Bartolazzo asks, what is the kayfabe reason KO and Seth can't just challenge someone to a Mitch at Mania like every other person does? I think in kayfabe on Raw, they have like, they're like, look, we got a bigger roster. Not everybody can make it in. We got to share with SmackDown. So no challenges. Could be. Got to run it by us first. Uh, White Brownie says, let's say hypothetically Cody and Seth does happen at Mania. What's the best way to set up the match, and does it happen next week in Jacksonville? That's right. Raw is going to be in Jacksonville next week. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you just have Cody come out and ramble for 15 minutes yeah, and probably. he just is like, all over the map. Say? Yeah, what do, you, is, what, do you, what do you say, Cody? Yeah. Our well, match with yeah. Seth, all right, fine. Yeah. Not the contract I was hoping. That's what he should say. Not the contract. contract when Vince McMahon sent me the second contract, not the one I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> not the first one that he offered me. Uh, Chill Gaming Inc. with subs has finally made the big one year and many more friendos. Well, thank you so much, Chill Gaming Inc. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nope. Is there any other... Uh, favorite customer uh, asks, if AJ wins the match, Edge will probably go back to being a face, but if Edge wins, will he stay a heel? Everything so far, granted, is short little uh, 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 bits between AJ and Edge. I got AJ winning this one already. So AJ took the big beat down. But on the other hand, Edge is a brand new character now. So I don't know. I need more information. I need more I data. I feel like they really want AJ going forward to be a face. That's probably why they decided to do the heel turn with Edge. Uh, AJ gets the win over Edge, and they're going to push him for something. Uh, to face uh, Roman and lose to Roman, I don't know. I think we had a weird double thing happen. You froze, and your camera has actually froze. Um, so I got that little bit where you said, but isn't it weird? Like we have a brand new edge and AJ took the big beat down. AJ should win this, but we have a brand new edge. So I need more. I need more of a, we also had, we also had a brand new edge last year before WrestleMania. He got stacked. (laughs) Yeah, but he's not facing Roman this time. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see I'll see what the go home math is. If the go home math is AJ comes back uh, and beats up Edge, then I don't know. I think Edge probably wins. If if AJ comes back and Edge is just so vicious that he beats up, I don't, uh, I don't really feel like AJ? I need to see much else. AJ wins. AJ wins. Okay, all right, there you go. It's in stone. Nikhil says, "Are there any other WrestleManias you can think of where Dab and E put everything into one storyline?" And about two to four wrestlers leaving the others to feel irrelevant. Yeah, Cameron points out Rock versus Cena. Yeah. Yeah, they've done that before. They have. They definitely have. <clears throat> I kind of don't feel like that's the case here, man. I I, I think they've got a, a couple of big matches here. One of which is obviously Austin and Goldberg versus Seth and Kevin Kevin Owens. You know, you just, if you say that enough, it's not going to materialize it into existence, you know. How many times do I have to say it to materialize it? Like, what's my limit? I mean, your limit should be just you said it once, and then that should be it. It should just go and then on. It doesn't and happen. It just never happens, and we forget and it doesn't happen. Said it. All right, fair enough. Mister Sinister says Hogan versus Rock. Even that had Stone Cold versus the NWO on it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which should have been amazing. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is a great question. Mayor Planet Houston in kayfabe. Why would the Miz choose Logan Paul of all people to be his tag partner when he could choose anybody else to be his partner? He doesn't have any friends. No one likes him. likes him. No one yeah. likes him. You have to go outside the world of wrestling to find a partner because yeah. no one likes him. Yeah, that is actually pretty easy to explain. Uh, let's see here. Plan nine. Given the number of celebrities involved in this year's WrestleMania, which celebrities would you like to see wrestle a match in the future? Mm. Can't be from the world of sports either. Oh, all right. I think of anybody else I uh, I could recall that's actually a pretty massive wrestling fan. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with John C. Riley. All right, 
I think he'd be wonderful. I mean, that'd be wildly um, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be that'd be terrific. John C. Ryland. All right, that's a good that's answer. Good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Will Ferrell. They could be a tag team. They could take on Stone Cold and Goldberg. See, now you're on board, man. I like this. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of greasing. You want a, a Diamond Mine shirt? It's on sale at WB Shop. Twelve dollars. Dineros. Twelve dollars. Yeah. Can we make it six? I mean, it's not it's not name your own price on WB Shop. So sadly, no, Steve. <laughs> Lose Whoa, hold, on, hold on you can get a Cameron Grimes replica hat for $12 <sighs> the one he used to prize what? so dearly damn now they're on clearance hey for Friendo Club TV can we just, just look at can we react to sure. WWE shop sure. we should do that just for Friendo Club TV um, like the channel that's right we don't call the podcast anymore. Oh, what no it's overrun 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 yeah anyways yeah we're going to do a bonus episode today for Overrun. Uh, so be sure you are subbed here on the Twitch. Be sure you are a $5 and up Patreon subscriber or a YouTube channel member so you can continue the fun today here at Going and Raw. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Tonight, I'm going to be continuing my rise through the ranks of WWE as Steve Thunder in WW2K22, twitch.tv forward slash Steve here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.